0: and welcome to another episode of the Liberty Blues podcast. I'm Sean Osborne and I'm Sean Phillips,
1: attorney from the deep red state of Indiana.
2: And I am Steve Marr.
0: So, how how was the how was the holidays, guys? Yeah, you keep corona free? Yeah, small
1: gatherings.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I we had small gatherings ourselves. Had some uh had some uh social justice warriors come over and visit and give me all kinds of hell about being a libertarian. So that was, that was really fun.
2: (laughs) How, how'd that go about?
0: I don't know. They just blew up on me. So, you know, I, I caught hell and, you know, they, they got that kind of mentality that if you're not with them, you're against them. So suddenly I was against them, even though I agree with them on most of the stuff they say, just not the method of getting there.
2: Right.
0: You know, I get the whole thing. I want people to die and I don't care. And all that stuff that libertarians always get. So like like to throw a shout out there to the to the woke woke individuals of the earth you know so it made so it made me kind of wonder as uh, to our topic for the week uh the the uh the uh future of the democratic party and like what uh joe biden's foreign policy and that kind of stuff will look like so uh i guess now that we've said that i guess we'll take a little break and we'll be right back Listening to the Liberty Blues podcast. Please check out some of the other podcasts, including our flagship, A Progressive and a Libertarian Walk Into a Bar, where Fernie Sanders and I discuss politics from a progressive and a libertarian point of view. Sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't, but we always drink beer. And the latest podcast on our network is Libertarian Los Angeles. It'll be my podcast where I'll talk about what's going on here in Los Angeles County the largest libertarian party in the country. So, maybe you can find out some ideas of how to get things going in your area and live free wherever you are. Now back to the show. Don't tread
2: on me. Don't tread on me. All right.
0: So, we're back. Uh so, did you guys get read anything about any of these uh cabinet people he's tossing in there?
1: John? Yeah, more of the same.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I got of it. You know, a lot of former Obama people, and I was like, you know, uh, I don't know, those kind of politics are what got us Donald Trump in the first place, so I don't know what the hell they're trying to do here. So how about you, Steve?
2: Yeah, I've, I'm surprised that, um, like, the backlash from who's that lady that they're putting in or he's trying to get put in in the uh, – holy crap.
0: Tender or Tinder or something
2: like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her? there's a yeah. lot of backlash, like right off the bat, like from a lot of people.
0: Yeah, she made a lot of enemies. It sounds like over over her uh, time around uh, around everything. So, and I, yeah, she's, I,
2: I was not familiar with her at all.
0: I think I remember hearing her name, the uh, but you know, yeah, it had been years since I think I'd heard it. Obviously, since the uh, Obama days. But yeah, was was she the one that? Let's see, what what position was she for the, the uh? shit, I had it written down?
2: It's one of the. Oh yeah,
0: she, yeah, she she's the one that I mean, she's uh. She runs a uh, uh progressive think tank, and so that's what she's been doing for the last few years. But, if I'm not mistaken. She's uh, yeah, she's 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 like an economic advisor, but she's she's the one that was uh, she's really into the the. Uh, you know that progressive soda tax, and uh, you know they want to. You know it's funny because even Bernie Sanders was against that because he said that that's a tax on the poor people. Right. Uh, so it's kind of it's kind of nice to hear Bernie Sanders actually be against some kind of tax. That was that was refreshing. But that's who Biden wants for his own. Huh?
1: But the good thing about Uncle Bernie is that he's against spending all the money on on foreign war. So that's how kind. That's how the you know, the political, you think of a the political line sort of just being a, a, a linear line. It kind of circles mm. around into a big circle because it meets mm. in the back where, you know, Bernie and libertarians meet on the yeah. issue of of reducing the military and the military. Yeah, back. yeah.
0: I, lo- I love that about him. You know, I mean, he, he's he's one of the best when it comes to that, you know, uh, anti-war stuff. But uh, yeah, so that, that, that I do appreciate from him. And like I said, anytime he's he's not for attacks it's got to be a good thing but yeah there was some other stuff she had done too i can't remember some of her other policies just just in general the people he's picked yeah a lot a lot of more of the same like that guy um shit what's his name uh yeah fuck you're gonna have well,
2: there's to one answer.
0: guy there's one guy sullivan and then there's another guy um which one would you say steve uh i don't know tony tony something blinken yeah, Tony Blinken. He, that's okay. who he's got for Secretary of State. Secretary and State. yeah, he, uh, I was listening on Scott Horton. He's got a great podcast on, on um, foreign policy. And I was listening to him talk about, uh, he was for the Iraq war. Uh, then, of course, later he thought it was a bad idea. Um, I don't think he was too bad on um, Iran though. You know, I think Trump was much worse on Iran. So I'm kind of curious as to where this all go. I think, they, well, he said definitely with Syria, he thought we made a mistake that we didn't put enough troops in there. So I assume that's what's going to happen. I imagine we'll have more troops in Syria within the next eight months.
2: Well, he also has this attitude that, that, that the U.S. shouldn't have to solve or can't solve or shouldn't be responsible for solving the world's problems either.
0: Yeah, that's, that seems kind of contra- contradictory. Yeah, I'd heard him say something like that, but then he wants to still, I don't know, uh, make his presence known around the place. Mm-hmm. Seems like he's pretty friendly with the Warhawks. Yeah. So, yeah, so se- Secretary, I, th- I really thought he'd give that to somebody like Buttigieg or something like that, you know.
2: No, I think he's, he's going to give that guy a job. I don't know what it's going to be.
0: Yeah, I think he's not giving one, but I I, I just, I would have thought he would have been in the first round so I, I was surprised yeah, considering was. he was uh responsible for getting him
1: nominated i mean basically yeah pretty much yeah it, i mean he he single-handedly went out there you know got a lot of attention it was probably on biden's dime to get all that attention and then just fold to him and give it yeah to yeah him.
0: yeah yeah so that that that's where i expected that to go uh the the uh the, I think they all like the uh, the idea of invading um, Venezuela too. You know, Republicans and Democrats really get along really well on that that issue. And uh, they got oil that, in Venezuela. Yeah, so you know, we where every place there's oil, so that's that's the last one last one we we got, I think. So uh, I, I expect something to go on there too. That's that, if I was if I was a gambling man, that's what I would say. I was listening to some stuff on Biden's record as a, uh, you know, just his foreign policy in general. And it's funny because he was against the first Gulf War and then the, the invasion of Iraq, he was all for. It's usually the reverse. People are usually the opposite if they sure. were, if they were against the war at all. Uh, and I think he, he went back on saying he didn't think it was such a good idea anymore, but you know, he was pretty pro uh, well, he was against Libya, which I thought was good. You know, anything that stuff we did in Libya. So I got to give him credit on that. He didn't, he didn't take a shitty stand on that. But um, I think uh, one of the things that turned him around, I'd read someplace that, you know, like his son died of a brain tumor. And that brain tumor came from the burn pits, like where they're burning stuff over in Iraq, like a, like a trash heap. And they're having that, I guess they call it uh, Gulf, War sen- Gulf War II syndrome or something like that. And it's these brain tumors and there's a book about it. And like, there's a whole chapter in just about him and how he got it. And so I think that might have uh soured him on that war just in general. You guys ever read anything about that?
2: Not at all. No. Yeah. There's,
0: there's the free, the people channel has a really good video on it. And I think reason magazine just had a pretty good, pretty good article on it as well. What do you guys think is going to happen with the democratic party in general in the future though? That, that that's a good question. Like, do you think it's going to get more progressive because he put some progressives in there? Or do you think it's more likely that these Republicans who are a little disillusioned with their party will find uh, a home in the in the in the Democratic Party? Uh, I, th- I think it's
1: moving uh, move towards this uh, move more towards the center. I mean, this is a center right country uh, has been for quite a while uh it's probably farther to the right um of obama but not quite as far as bill clinton so it's not kind of somewhere uh in between there is is my guess
0: yeah yeah because it seems like it, it seems like it's a little bit two different things like the left used to be really good on the anti-war stuff and they've just by and large other than the progressives have gone gone you know belly up in that but even some of the progressives you know they, they're really kind of interventional you know they want to you know if if there's something bad overseas you know they just they can't wait to go save people from themselves exactly. which is really it's really fucking sad uh but yeah but you know on foreign policy i think the democrats are going to be more republican i think those more hawkish republicans are going to come over there so that's kind of my i think the progressives have uh if they want to do anything they should just go to the green party you know just like any libertarian minded person shouldn't bother pissing with those two parties
2: Right. I'm, I'm more I'm more interested in not so much what the what the Democrats are the, the Democrats are going to do. I'm, I'm curious to see how the, all the Republicans are going to. What their future entails,
0: you know. Yeah. yeah, it really is. It really is an interesting question. Like, is the party just trumped up now or are they going to try to get some, you know, uh, semblance of normalcy over there? Or, you know, I'm, I'm kind of curious. It's like how that's going to go.
2: I bet, I bet a lot of them are as as glad that Trump got as many votes as he did, because if it would have been a blowout, then they would have been, you know, left holding their dicks. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. I heard there's a lot of Trump,
0: go out. It could be that somebody like
1: Mitt Romney, who's sort of taken a stand against Trump for quite a while now, kind of becomes somewhat a leader in the party. Although, yeah, if he does become pretty popular, it's going to be pretty fractured because there's always going to be those, you know, diehard Trump as part of it that might not uh, vote for a, a Mitt Romney. So there could be kind of a split that goes along for a
0: while.
2: Yeah, I think it yeah. would be a definite problem with a, within that party.
0: Yeah, that, you know, that all that fracturing between like those centrists and the Warhawks and, you know, the progressives and all that stuff. I think that would just be great if they all just broke off into, you know, into their own parties. You know, let the real conservative people go to to the GOP. You know, let the uh, freedom-minded people go to libertarians. Let the progressives go over there, and the rest of them could go to the Democrats.
1: <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> you know? don't
0: know. I don't know any conservatives
1: anymore, though. Uh, Pat yeah. Lee, if he, I don't know if he's still alive, but I would consider him yeah. a conservative. I don't know of any other conservatives that are all tax and spend liberals. That, <laughs> as far yeah. as I. Like,
0: other than yeah ron paul. yeah we kind of lost you there other than who ron ron paul. paul oh yeah 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 you know thomas massey i would say uh you know but he's he's in the house so you know he doesn't really get national news unless he pisses somebody off right you know senators they'll get more more uh stuff but yeah you know it's funny it, it's it's actually really funny when the when the uh republicans say something about being being conservative because those motherfuckers are not conservative with shit. And the you know the last president we had was Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> and then uh, then uh, you know the, the the Democrats think they're you know they're so liberal and shit like that. You know they're not they're not liberal at all. Man, they're intolerant as spot. Like I said, you know I've had friends come over here and just is shitty as hell because I didn't agree with them on their solutions to things. God forbid one not trust government. I mean, this is one of those things. Like with progressives, you know, they they crow about the government constantly. But who do they want to give the power to? Fucking government. You know, they don't like monopolies. You know, corporations can't have monopolies. But you know, what do they want the government to have? Fucking monopoly. It's like ah, fucking too too full of shit. And you you can't tell them that because they don't fucking listen. They start that echo chamber shit. Yep. So,
2: exactly. So did
0: you guys did you guys uh. Did you guys uh, hear anything about any of the people that were elected around your area? Did, did is there any new people get elected, like for mayor or anything? No, same old, same
2: old.
1: Yeah. A couple of people that I was supporting for judges here locally
0: are now elected, so that's good for me. But Oh, that's cool. You know, do you know any judges that are libertarians? No. No, they're all conservatives? Aren't?
1: Well, I, I would say that one of them um, has admitted to me that he is libertarian, but he doesn't think that he would be elected as a libertarian. So he ran as a Republican. Uh, uh, he, yeah.
0: There's a mole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there is a lot of that going on. You know, that's the, that's the thing, you know, you got to build that party, you know, you got to get that local stuff going. And then once there's more of it, then, you know, it'll be a lot better. Like I here in LA, it's growing a lot. You know, we've, I can't remember the percentage that we had just in the county, but in the state even, it's gone up close to close to double digits in, in numbers uh, percentage-wise. So, uh, you know, we hope to have some really good activism. And it seems like Indiana's ripe for it, you know, yeah. with, as, with, as, with as good as rainwater did. You know, I mean, granted, he didn't do great all over the state, but I don't think his message got out to the, to the whole state because you guys said that there wasn't shit going on up there, right? You know, right. Like the day before the election, that's weird. I would have thought he would have hit up all the college towns first. Myself, that seems like that'd be a good place to start with. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're yeah. afraid of those pro- progressive woke folk because they ain't friendly. Yeah. And uh, so, like when when they when they elect somebody to be a judge, how long's that term?
1: It's uh, um, six.
0: Six years, yeah. And is that like uh, are those local or are those state judges or what? What the hell? Just is
1: local, it? yeah, yeah, just local uh, judges in Tippecanoe County, Indiana. You know, with a relatively small docket, nothing that really affects any kind of um, politics or anything like that. So uh-huh. even the elected position, it's it's somewhat insulated from from politics other than uh, getting elected part of it i guess
2: yeah i i mean i i totally understand why why that judge would you know claim a party cuz i i feel like there's no way he would be elected as a libertarian
0: yeah not not right now that you know with the with uh, the libertarian party having almost zero rep- representation there there's no way he could get elected you know, he could maybe have more of an effect. Like, yeah, I mean, that's, that was the, that was the idea of like, say, Ron Paul, you know, I mean, he was, a, he, he ran as a libertarian in 88 and then he left the party because he felt it wasn't getting enough messaging out there. So he went over to the GOP and he sat over there for years and tried to, you know, he start, helped start the Tea Party and those kind of conservative things. But, you know, it's obvious what happens to that. It gets watered down in the, in all the nonsense and the partisan stuff. So, Never got really any good libertarian stuff going on. Some of those people really like. I think Ted Cruz considers himself a libertarian. That guy is not a libertarian. No, no. no know, he's a right really wing. Yeah, he's he's just he's a he's a fucking authoritarian, as far as I can see it. So I, yeah. I just I'm I'm not into that shit. You know, he might like less government, but you know, it, the rest of it doesn't doesn't smell right to me.
1: Yeah, he can, he he doesn't want government in your life, but he wants to regulate every. Uh, uterus viable in the entire empire.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, that that just that whole that whole thing kills me. There's a few of those. I mean, those contradictions that they have that they don't. You know, they don't want they want small government, but you know, God forbid you smoke a joint or something like that. You know, like that fucking Holcomb man. I still can't get over that shit that he went. He thinks they need more evidence to see if they can make weed legal in Indiana. It's like <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Okay. I mean, it's been, I mean, out in California, it's been since 95, pretty much, you know, right. since people have been able to get it. I guess he may look at California and say, right, he's afraid this is going to happen there. Maybe he blames our, our shitty state on the, on all the weed.
2: <laughs> well, I can't imagine how much money the Indian is losing in tax money, tax revenue that they could get from that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or just, I mean, even, even in, in the idea of like, uh, you know, uh, uh, the the farmers, you know, because the, the, they they I mean they still pay farmers sometimes not to grow stuff, right? Because they right. want to keep the price up. So imagine if those farmers could just you know grow a different crop, you know. So right. and then the government would be throwing all these subsidies in there and stuff like that. You know, I mean, I mean that's just waste of tax money when you could have a crop that would actually be making money, you know, creating jobs. You know, you know when when they tried to make weed legal here in California the first time, like completely legal. It went through and it got it, it lost by one percent. It had almost no regulation on it. It would have been a perfect thing, and they had the unions on board. I mean, with the regulation that they were, or the lack of regulation, they were going to be able to charge, or I mean, people they were going to pay people through the union. The unions were going to support it for people to roll joints, and they were going to pay them twenty-five dollars an hour to roll joints all day.
2: Yeah,
0: you know, but they with the, all the taxes and stuff, they can't pay people that much because It'll cost too much goddamn money. I mean, right now the taxes are crazy on it, and you know, you know, an 8th they'll probably cost you like, uh, I mean, a good one probably around seventy bucks. What is a? You know, what, that's,
2: is the, I think
0: that,
2: what is the tax in California on on things like that, like percentage? I think it ends.
0: I think it ends up over thirty percent. Yeah. Like, because there's a 15% tax, and there's the sales tax, and then there's another tax, like the medical. I think the medical one actually—they took the medical tax away. So I want to think that it's—I was thinking it was someplace close to forty.
2: Yeah, and just and just think. I mean, all that money that's Mm spent—it's just—it's just. just, I I feel like it's just throwing money away.
0: Yeah, it really is. And then and then then they throw people in jail for it, which you know which costs, costs more. more. Sh- yeah. It's just, man, it, it's, fucking nuts. You know, I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's funny that they can't look at prohibition in the in twenties and say that was a bad idea. This is a bad idea too. Exactly. But that, I, I will say that's the one great thing about the election is, you know, they, a lot of people voted for more libertarian ideas like out here, they shot down uh, the government was trying to make it easy to impose. Um, uh, oh shit. Basically, they they wanted uh what's it called uh when they judge people by race uh, uh do you know what I'm talking about I just went blank races? no no not the racist. <laughs> like when the when, when the government does it uh, oh shit you know uh basically like with college admissions they wanted so, to be like able affirmative to, action yeah affirmative action thank you thank God yes affirmative action uh, they tried to apply affirmative action back to the constitution of California and people voted it down you know because they wanted to be able to say there has to be this number of people in everything uh, you know as opposed to because they were basically saying there's too many asians in school (laughs) so Mm. and and i hear now that they don't even consider asian people uh people of color anymore they just lump them in with white people now because Mm. they're too successful
1: they got promoted
0: good for them yeah yeah they got promoted yeah it's funny though because you know, not all Asians are the same, just like not all white people are the same, not any group of people. Because like you say, like the Vietnamese, they're not as successful here, or the Cambodians aren't as successful here as say the Japanese or the Chinese who are here.
2: Right. So,
0: you know, there's not a lot of Cambodian restaurants you know of and stuff like that. So, you know, just to lump people in there because of their race, again, it's just stupid. You know. Right. So that so I think people voted more libertarian. Uh they just didn't vote libertarian <laughs> enough. So but at least the message is getting out there.
1: Right. How are we doing on time?
0: We're uh, running low, a little bit low. All right. So I guess we should probably wrap it then. Yeah. All right. Did you guys have anything else you guys wanted to say? None at all. No, nope. Not at all. We're well, just uh,
1: anxious to see what the future brings as always.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. I am really curious, man. So we'll have to look back at this in a year. We'll have to have a review show and see, see how our, uh, see how many of our predictions were right
2: there you go about
0: war and such all right well we'll see you next time on
2: the liberty blues
0: Hi, this is Sean Osborne, and I would like to share something with you. One of the key principles of libertarianism is volunteerism and charity. So I decided to make an album of songs that each song would represent a different charity, and all the royalties would go to those individual charities. My song, It's Time, goes towards the Sea Shepherds. Much Braver Than I benefits the Fallen Firefighter Foundation. Over there, benefits the Wounded Warriors Project. And Lend a Hand benefits Children's Hospital. I thought this is a great way for people to give to a charity without spending a dime. The more you listen, the more you give. So please, take time wherever you listen to music and listen to Four Others, Volume 1. And share it with others. Thank you.